Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. My name is Keith, I'm your DM, I'm along with... Josh, playing Arlo. Zenas, playing Grim. And Bryce, playing Jack. I almost said Jack, playing Bryce. Jack, playing Bryce. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's the kind of role play I want. There you go. Um, last episode, these guys escaped the, ta- escaped the town of Fark with... Well, they didn't really have to escape, escape. They weren't being pursued until they ran off. Uh, but... <clears throat> They escaped the town of Fark with uh, their fat druid buddy named Briar, who was Arlo's uh, mentor. And they made it outside of town to try to determine what kind of plan that they wanted to do to try to, to solve the conflict between a group of gnolls and the, the uh-huh. town of Fark. There's a lot of um, unrest. There's a lot of uh, animosity and murder between the two of them. And, and Briar will not rest until this conflict is, is secured. Also, to remind the party that you are told to stay in this town until you receive word from uh, Corgus in Lonesome. He's so, taking a sweet time about it. It's only been like two days. <laughs> sweet time, okay. <laughs> we, look at what we've done in two yeah, days. Exactly. Uh, so, just as a reminder, that is part of your... I mean, you can do whatever you want, again, but I just want to remind you that that is an, one of the things that, reasons that you are in town. You can do whatever you want to, just not the other thing that takes you away from that thing. No, you, I'm telling you, you do whatever you want. I'm just trying to put everything <clears throat> on the table. Uh, and that's they decided that Jack Law was going to go try to break into the mayor's house. And uh, get these government officials got to get in their houses. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to. Yeah. Got to. Well, then, where else am I going to confront him? Hey, Arlo and... I can't do it at the office. He'd have sure. guards there. Arlo and Grimm are going to talk to the Knowles to see what's up with them. What if um, they have an office? Uh, we'll see. I probably don't have uh, my voice is given out at the end of this recording session, so bear with me if some of my voices falter. I got a mental lozenge trying to numb that throat up a little bit. Uh, also, if you really like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes as well as maybe subscribe to the YouTube channel Tank Media Games. Follow us on Twitter at Tank Media Games. Um, because that would be really helpful to us. And share the show with your friends. I know we're not the best D and D show on. Uh, iTunes or on this D and D podcast, but but we're a close second. We hey. <laughs> we hope we're not last. So without further ado, <coughs> let's get into it, boys. Oh, I'm already there. Uh, Arlo or Grim, since you decided you want to talk to the Knowles, roll a d twenty for me, and uh, Bryce roll a d twenty as well. Hmm? Just tell me who's higher. Flat d twenty. Hmm. Did you get fourteen twenty? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we'll be doing. We'll be starting with Arlo and Grimm. So you guys shook hands at the end of last episode, and you leave to go toward the Knolls. Dennis, you um, need, need to keep some of them 20s for later. Yeah, Dennis has been rolling 20s like it ain't nobody business. Just saying. On useless things, yeah. too. At the beginning of the episodes, too. Yeah. And everything after that's been... You got a 20 on initiative, didn't you? One time? No. You rolled a 20 on something, but it was pointless. Okay. Um, so, yeah. You guys are gone your separate ways. You guys are heading toward the gnomes. Through the woods. <coughs> what do you guys want to do? We want to head towards the gnomes. Yeah, okay. that's it. That's, um, that's all. Yeah. Are we are we trying to to be sneaky? Grant Graham, I, I think that we might need to approach this cautiously. I mean you, you, you were down there trying to destroy half of their people last time. Yes. That that is true, yes. Um you still got a little bit of right there on you. Yeah. Um, I know 
One. I don't know how well this is going to go. I only spoke with Thrick for a brief moment, but um, it is possible that he would be friendly. I don't know. I, I cannot sneak. I am not stealthy at all. If you wish to use my boisterousness as a distraction, so be it. Uh, of course, you can turn into can a you, rat, can't you? Can you describe <clears throat> this uh, Thrick fella to me? He looks like... Don't say no. Such and such. Alright. Things. I mean, he's... DM, can we work with that? Uh, he's pretty hard... He'd be pretty hard to distinguish in a pack of gnolls. Okay. Um, I should have cut a zero. There wasn't a whole <laughs> lot... Yeah, there really wasn't a whole lot special to him. It, it, it would be hard in a pack of six gnolls so to have pick it up. shackle marks on his... Wrist? He's got fur, so... He will have a few spots of fur on him that are not no longer there because of the beating he took. He had some gashes and stuff that were healed up whenever he, uh, whenever Grim healed him, okay. but the hair didn't grow back. So Grim he'll have some explains. scars. Oh, Grim, thank you for that that very descriptive description. You're, you're quite welcome. Thank you. Um, I, I have a, a spell I can use. It's called Animal Messenger. If I can identify what this person looks like, I can send a message that maybe they could hmm. meet us to, to talk with us. That sounds like a good idea. We should use that one first, definitely. Alright, let's do it. So, cool, I like that. I want to I wanna summon up a friendly bird in the area. Are there so any, you want a bird? Are there any birds? <laughs> birds bird, bird come shooting that way. Come on, friend! You did need me. Uh, yeah, also, Briar is staying behind at the camp, and Burb, our uh, lovable, uh, hopefully lovable, <laughs> a small Kinku companion, is staying behind with him. Burb, so, the destroyer of as you guys get, you're getting fairly close to the camp, uh, and you um, call this bird in. So, a bird lights on your hand. Cool. I guess is reading how that works for Or a butterfly. <laughs> Cloud of butterflies. No, um, you want me to read out the description of the thing? Or? Sure. Okay. Um, by means of the smell, you, you use an animal to deliver a message. Choose a tiny beast you can see within range. Squirrel. A, uh, this one actually says a Blu-ray. I don't think we're going to use a Blu-ray. Probably Blue Jay. Yeah, probably so. Or, <laughs> or bird. A uh, specific location. You specify a location. <laughs> which you must have visited, and a recipient who matches a general description, such as man or woman dressed in uniform. So I, I basically described the description of this, this character. Uh, I described the description. Right. Um, I speak a message, 25 words. The target beast travels for the duration of the spell towards a specified location, covering 50 miles per 24 hour. I don't think we got to go that far. Nope. Our I messenger arrives. It delivers your message to the creature that you describe, replicating the sound of your voice. Wow. The messenger speaks only to a creature matching the description you give. If the messenger doesn't reach its destination before the spell ends, the message is lost and the beast <laughs> makes its way back to where you cast the spell. So two humorous jokes from that. A, with the Blu-ray. Yeah. I just picture you send the message and then you hear from a distance all these gnolls saying, Man, that video's HD! <laughs> and then secondly, the how, funny, how funny will it be whenever Blue Jay arrives and it, it opens its beak and you hear, Hey, Come meet us in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't say that because it, Bear friend. <laughs> it, it speaks it to to a, a, a being similar to a, 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 what, what is described. Mm -hmm. But since all gnolls look alike, I just imagine the thing like getting there, looking around, and just <laughs> <laughs> hi, <laughs> really loud. No, it should be able to figure it out. 
But when it speaks with Arlo's voice, when it opens its mouth, it actually has like human teeth. <laughs> okay. So can I speak into the bird? That's what I'm about to ask our kind and generous that, DM. That's got to be you. You cast, you cast the spell, it's got to be you speaking. Okay. All right, so 25 words. Figuring this out real quick. Is it on? Tell is him. it recording? <laughs> Hello. Check, check, check. His name is Thrick. Tell okay. him that Grim, his savior. Yeah. Anyway. Period. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Hi, it's Grim. Stop. Thrick. Meet us in the woods. Stop. Okay, sorry. Thrick, this is a message from your rescuer, Grim. Grim. And his friends. Meet us where are we meet. How about go away north? If, um, go go north just outside that edge of your camp. 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 <laughs> That's twenty five words. Alright. Cool. Uh, so the bird nods and it flies off in the direction of the Noel camp and you have plenty of time to go and find place yourself wherever it is you want to be. Okay. This is how Grim runs now. <clears throat> For everybody at home, you don't need to see exactly how Grim runs now. <laughs> He's it's, naked running. It's disturbing. There's lots of flailing. It's the polar bear club here in the studio. Tonight's kind of chilly, so we decided to double down and get all all get frisky. Get naked, you know? Sit so real close together. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. That's silly. Okay. Get off my lap. All right, so this thing has been planned. I get back um, home. The situation uh -oh. is occurring. The bird has gone. Um, I think as you guys make your way to the north end of the camp, we're going to go and, and visit with Jack Law just so we kind of keep time on. Sounds good. And we'll see what Jack Law is intending to do. I've made it to town. Okay, so you were outside of town. Your natural 20 last time allowed you to get to town uh, without being spotted. So you are now uh, <clears throat> going, you know, through town. Okay. I don't know where the mayor's house is. No, wait. I lived here. I know exactly where the mayor's house is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is Jack Law's hometown. Oh. <laughs> he was your neighbor. This All also right. allowed you to sneak stealthily. Sweet. So... Um, so you are at the edge of town. It I can't will... do the old take off the mask trick because people still recognize me. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since you've been here. Um, a little while, I guess. A, a couple years You can most. make the decision whether, were you a man about town after your wife passed away and everything? Or... I don't know. I had a store here for several years. That is true. You would be recognizable. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You'd, you'd be recognizable. That's my bad. I was trying to help you out. Um, so yeah, that, that trick won't work. Um, so we stealthing it up, and I got a bony brethren with me. Oh That's yeah, true. you have the the bony skeleton, <coughs> which you can command to do. Bones. Okay. Uh, I will I will say that it is going to tank your not tank, but it's going to help not help your stealth to have bones with you. Hey man, you stealthy. <laughs> How stealthy? Plus two. <laughs> okay. Is there any torches on the front of the? It is daylight. Because remember, you guys slept the full night, yeah. And it didn't take you until nightfall to get back here. It's still probably midday. And we're meeting at nightfall, right? Yeah, probably early. I mean, early. Is there any right before midday? Unlit torches that I can light. Certainly. I mean, there's like street lamps and stuff like that. You could probably fashion a torch or grab one. So you grab okay. a torch. All right. You All put. Right. You walk up to one of the buildings nearby and you pull a torch out of a sconce. Stealthily. So, yeah, I'm gonna roll. Roll stealth to kind of. Hang around through this town and do what you need to do. 
Another stealth check for me. God. What? I have luck as my or okay. lucky as my thing. Cool. So stealth. Thirteen. Yeah, you'll be. People aren't noticing you too terribly much. Um, are you? Well, are you keeping Bones with you? Well, that that was the point of the thing. I was just going. To, I left him outside. Okay. I went to get in, get in, get a torch, get back out. Okay. Because cool. I got to cross over yourself. a lot more town than. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So I give the lit torch to Bones, and I point him to the direction of the gallows, and tell him to light it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so key clacks or whatever, however you would respond. You you want him to? He can't I don't sp- want him to sprint there or anything. I want him to just at a normal walking pace, just walk towards it. Mm-hmm. And okay. I, meanwhile, am going to go towards the mayor's house. Gotcha. It's a pretty good distance. Um, I'm gonna have to roll. It's a movement speed of thirty feet. Okay. If He's not running. Could whistle. He's it's not like running sure. thirty feet. I understand. Yeah. I was making a roll for some stuff that may go on. Okay. Okay. Casual strolling. Um. So he grabs a torch and kind of walks so through upset. town. If Bones killed so many people in combat, just just everyone that came against him, I'd be so upset if he managed to kill them all, because he's so weak. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's. I know. He wouldn't. I know. But it's possible. I could send a stiff breeze his way. Well, no, his day. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he begins walking, I, and people are noticing this. They're kind of watching him, but they're not really too concerned yet. Would the mayor be at home at this time? Uh, it's early. Yeah, he might be. He might have gone back to his home after you guys escaped to figure out what's going on. It's possible. Right, then I'm headed there. Okay. Uh, uh, would you mind rolling another stealth check with advantage? Yeah, absolutely. People are checking out what's going on in Bones. Good. <laughs> I do need advantage. Uh, that one's a 17. Yeah, that'll do. You are able to stealth over to the mayor's house. Cool. Where do you want to be, in front or behind? Behind. I'm not going to completely map out this mayor's house for you. And Fair we'll, enough. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'm headed for the mayor's home office or whatever. Probably like a home study or something. Yeah. Okay. Looking for any documents he didn't keep in his... Meritorial office. Okay, so you've never been to the inside the mayor's house, have you? No. Okay, man, that was up to you, and you did you did the honorable thing. (laughs) I can't imagine why I would go. Yeah, you are the butcher. So I'm sure I've been in his actual office, but not his home. So you sneak up behind his house and kind of go sneak up to the front to look out into the town square where Bones is. You can see him kind of cruising towards the town square very slowly. Um, in front of the thing, you can see the mayor talking to uh, the to the sheriff, Argnon, and he says, Argnon, you should have been able to take out those those miscreants. What were they even doing here? I spit all over the table. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were they even doing here? Uh, and Argnon says, uh, Sir, they, they helped us with the fire, and... They, they found the, the druid and they saved him from the hands of the gnolls. I don't care if they saved him from the hands of the gnolls. We don't care if they, he gets saved from the hands of the gnolls. I want the gnolls destroyed. And I want that druid back. Because the gnolls said they would leave us alone if they got the druid back. And you're in charge of getting him back. I want to see that gnoll or that druid, that fat dwarf, back in my city before sundown and before Blackfang returns and spills all our blood all over this town. 
Argnon says, yeah, Yes, sir, absolutely. Anything for you. Yeah, sure. And he turns around and, and goes back to the jail to, to mount his whatever he's going to be doing. Uh, and, sorry, I need to remember. Mayor, there we go. Um, so the mayor turns around and enter, goes back into his home and is saying, You can't find good help these days. Ah, what am I going to do? Uh, so he goes back into his house, shuts the door. Okay. Where where is he going in his house? Going to the kitchen, takes himself a drink. Um, you looking in the window, maybe? Huh? You want to peek up at the window, like look into the house? I thought I was inside. Uh, I picture. I, I thought you were on the outside of the building. If you want to be inside, okay, yeah. We'll say you're inside. You made your way to the foyer, and you were looking out the front door. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I wanted to get to like his his home office, gotcha. like that room in his house. Okay. So yeah, you were looking around in there, and you you were in that room. So you saw. We'll we'll say you snuck in through the back door, back through the kitchen, into the front hallway that you passed forward through, and on the right you didn't see a door cracked uh, that looked like the place that this. There's a big desk in there, a big bookshelf. Um, and plenty of things around. All right. Uh, I'd like to search his desk, try and find any documentation of what started all this kerfuffling with the Knowles. Okay. Um, with this sneaky, sneaky going on, let's cut back to uh, Arlo and Jack Law. I'm doing, I mean, Arlo and Grimm. I know I'm doing some kind of quick cuts, but I want to give everybody some, try to give everybody equal time and Great. figure out what exactly is going on. So, Grim and Arlo, <clears throat> what is it that you are doing? So we are on the north side of the camp, waiting on Frick. Yeah. And okay. since you, since Grim did the, the talking to him, since this is a face he knows, Arlo's going to take a back burner on this one and let Grim do the conversating. So. What are we here for, Arlo? What are our main talking points? We Just need to be clear. <laughs> we, we need to see if we can figure out what this cause of conflict is between these, these two people. <clears throat> Thrick said he doesn't know when I spoke to him last, but things may have changed. He may have had more info. May, yeah. have, may have found, discovered, overheard. He, he, was, uh, he was supposed to be hanged earlier, so sometimes people can kind of, kind of have a change of perspective on things like this. What you're writing over there, Keith? I'm writing some things, excuse me. Best not be writing too much. Um, so yeah, other than that, I think we ought to just see if we can find a way to talk to the person who uh, might be in charge. Sounds good. With that, a blue jay arrives. Um, it, or you see a blue jay, kind of the same blue jay fly past you, as if to say the message is delivered. Um, and you hear walking... Uh, tender, tender-footedly, lightly through the forest, trying to be quiet. Uh, you hear a note that arrives. Uh, he kind of walks up on you, and um, he timidly and quietly says, "Grim, you guys exchanged names, didn't you?" "Yeah." "Grim, <coughs> what? Who is who is this gnome here?" "This is this is my companion, Arlo. <laughs> he is." He is of the same mind that this madness needs to stop. He is. I, I reach out to him, shake his hand. Uh, he reaches out a giant, like, clawed, knoll hand and wraps yours in it, and he says, We will be cordial for now. 
I don't remember saying I wanted all this to stop. You won't? I'm happy to destroy the town along with Blackfang. I'm Why? tired of this. We might as well kill them all. Now, you wouldn't want to make an enemy of us, my friend. Why not? We are, we are 40 strong. We knows. <clears throat> and? It, that's, that's beside the point. I don't care. I am here to discuss a way to find peace because the children, I believe, were not killed by the gnolls. They were not. And the gnolls are not exactly innocent in this. We have only taken what was taken from us. Yes. We have only but did exchanged you... eyes for eyes. An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind, my friend. Did you try to stop this at all from the beginning? Or did you just say, oh, they've killed us for no reason. Let's kill them as well. What are we to do, Grim? We are gnolls. <clears throat> they only see us as animals. We are, more, we, we are more intelligent than animals, but they only see us as lesser kind. They do not treat us with any respect. But they treat us as beasts to be killed. Then why don't we change that? How would you suggest such a thing? For starters, maybe not slaughtering the town. That is definitely what a beast would do. We will do as is done to us. You're not making this easy. How is it to be easy? We have lost children. I have lost family to these men. And they have lost family to you as well. Maybe you're right. Is there... No way... We can stop this. They have to be convinced that we did not kill their children, and we didn't. Do you I don't know? have any proof, but have I know you, we didn't. Have you overheard, or do you know where these children were supposedly killed? They were killed in the forest, east of here. Close, closer to the Great Water, closer to the Great Bridge. Hmm. Deep in the forest. But when I, we don't even venture that far away. Can you take us there? Sure. I mean, <laughs> sorry, yeah, man. That, that was that was the DM calculating what was possible. Uh, I, I suppose I could. Sure. I heard in the back of my mind like one of those old uh, microwaves with a little timer. It just went ding. <laughs> sure. But before we go, I must tell Black Fang that you're trying to help us. I cannot. I cannot leave without him knowing. I must tell him. Okay. I must tell them that you have chosen our side in this conflict. No. We have chosen the middle ground. The side of peace. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fair. We're we're trying to stop conflict between but these if you, two of you. If the gnolls step out of line, I will confront them. If Ognon and the Farkians step out of line, I will confront them too. You will explain your position to Black Fang. I will get him. Very well. Actually, come with me. Okay. Okay, so he uh, he says, come, follow me to camp. I will vouch for you when we enter, so that you are not immediately slaughtered. I appreciate that, Thrick, <coughs> because you would be the first to die. That is big talk for someone who is not surrounded by 40 of my kind, all warriors. <coughs> he begins to walk. You, small one, with me. I want to kind of hang back a little bit and walk behind him. As we're on the way, can I uh, <laughs> can I sneakily cast a thing? Uh, roll a stealthy times. Okay. What are you trying to cast? Um, I was gonna cast conjure animals, animals. Where they gonna be? <laughs> and how are you gonna keep them secret? 
It, they they are what is it a fae? Yeah, let me know what's up. Some of the fae spirits to take the form of beasts. So they they come in as like fae spirits and they they're beasts. Yeah. Uh, and appear in unoccupied spaces. You can see within range. Choose one of the following options. What's the range? Uh, Sixty feet. Okay. Lasts for an hour. So I'll cast them like behind us. Okay. So what are they? Uh, I was going to go with I was going to go with dire wolves. Okay. That seems to be the. Do they act? Do they have all the same stats as dire wolves? They have the exact same stats. Okay. So I need you to roll a stealth roll for your group of dire wolves. Okay. To see how quiet. If you're intending them to be stealthy, I was gonna cast them behind us just to like like materialize them. Okay. But you mm. don't want them to be noticed by this guy. Right. right. Okay. So roll a, a stealthy boy. Uh, fourteen. Passive perception, Zenus is ten plus. Um, I think it's on here. Proficiency plus no ten. Yep, you're yeah, good. You're stealth. Good? Yep, they're, they're, the, the, the dire wolves are not noticed. That's it. That's what it is. So you, you with your, it is, I think. No, it's it's 10 plus wisdom plus proficiency. Yeah, he doesn't got no wisdom or proficiency. Okay. Um, so you kind of do your conjuring secretly, and mm -hmm. then two, what color are they? What do they look like? Um, just two big, giant dire wolves. Just okay. regular, regular colors. Are they, so. What color are they regularly? Um, like I guess like just big gray, giant black, gray wolves. White, okay, brown, cool. Fresh. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, two wolves appear behind you and they sneak through the forest. Do they act on your behalf? Are they sure. under your command? That's why I was trying to like fall back a little bit because they they'll follow a command that I give. Okay. So I was going to, to very quietly say if we are attacked, come to our aid. Okay. But otherwise, stay unseen. Gotcha. They will do it. They will do that thing. Uh, so you guys enter... Then, I guess head off through the forest. Okay, cool. Very cool. Very, very, very cool. So you guys go into the camp. You uh, Thrick pushes some uh, pieces of brush aside, and you re-enter that camp uh, surrounding the big treant that you were in before. Um, they don't know who killed all the gnolls that were there. Uh, they, you can actually see some of them are still carting off the dead knoll bodies that you know why they're dead. But they don't know it was you. They think it was some people from town, actually. Um, they don't know who stole the druid back. Uh, <clears throat> and so you see all this going on, and you can see uh, Thrick turns around to Grim, and he says, Do you see? <clears throat> Do you see how they treat us? This was undeserved. <clears throat> eight of our men killed, or eight of, <clears throat> eight of our number killed, cut down even in our home. You think we should try to find peace with these animals? What, what, what these eight came? These are the ones we killed. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, why, 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 why were they struck down in such a way? I assume because they sought the fat dwarf. Fat dwarf. Yes, the fat druid that we seek. What do you need to do with a dwarf? We want the dwarf to awake. He is a druid. We want him to awaken this treant, <clears throat> one of the greatest of plant kind, and one of the strongest beings we've ever known. To do, and we want him to make it do our bidding so we can send it into Fark and have it destroy the whole town. He gets excited for that. And a dwarf is going to do that for you? Yes, a druid. He is in touch with the magics of the land. <clears throat> and as he's speaking this, um, there's a bunch of, like, gnolls kind of 
surrounding you a little bit, like coming in and they're looking at you kind of mean like and they're noly. <laughs> uh, and uh, Thrick, throughout saying, No, they are with me. They are with me. They seek they seek a, an audience with Black Fang. Um, and Black Fang is over by the tree, kind of sitting, lounging about, eating a big old hunk of meat. And he stands up and he turns and he says, An audience with me. What do you want? He turns, and this this great black knoll with with teeth that are dark and almost marbled with with these dark um, streaks, uh, and his his deep black eyes with his wrinkled uh, the wrinkled eye areas, his <laughs> <laughs> great snout and ears um, that are a little bit discolored. He stands up in his his leather armor, holding his great giant. Um, X. And he turns and he says, You seek an audience with me. What do you want? Grim's uh, hand starts twitching. I want to pet it. <laughs> um, I... Arlo, Arlo just smacks his hand. <laughs> um, I'm here to speak of peace. Peace? For who? Between you and the Fark. How do you propose we do this peace? As you can see, all of my men are burying eight of our eight of our number who have been struck down by the Farkians for no reason other than to save a fat dwarf that we had in our tent here. There's an issue with that. I will explain in a moment. First, Thrick here tells me that they only see you as animals. Yes, exactly. They only see us as animals. Yet we, we are nothing but... Typically peaceful folk. If people come and attack us, yes, certainly we will attack back, but we mostly keep to ourselves in the forest. We have enough problem fighting off beasts when we go on hunts. We don't have no reason to kill other humanoid creatures. Then perhaps we can change their mind. How do you propose this? It seems as though they're You can start by not burning down the town. They took what was ours, and they have killed many of our number. They deserve all that we give. What was yours? What? What was yours? My what? What was yours that they took from you? They took our druid. <laughs> well... The druid that we stole. <laughs> that is... That was a tender moment. <laughs> My what? <laughs> I didn't oh, get, no. I didn't get the hiccups. You see... Black Fang is his name? Black Fang. You see, Black Fang, the druid was not yours, but ours. Really specifically this one's. And I point to Arlo. What do you mean? Small one, explain yourself. Before I have my men cut you down right here. That, that fine, upstanding gentleman y'all had here as a captive was uh, the man who raised me and my master. Mm. So you speak of... The Farkians taking your young, but you see no problem in taking this young's father. I try to look as sad as possible. Where is your honor? Your tears mean nothing to me, small one. How tall is he? Is he taller than you? He's really tall. Yeah, he's like probably three or four feet taller than you. Bordering on large. Bordering on large, I guess. Um, How do you propose this peace, then? It matters not what you think of my tactics. Like I'm sure Thurk has told you, we take an eye when an eye is taken from us. Yes. How do you propose and I to told produce him peace? That's stupid. I don't have, Watch your tongue. I don't have an exact answer, but talking is a good start. Thrick speaks to Blackfang. 
This one says he wants to go to see where those children were killed uh, that the Farkians the, the, the have blamed us for, that have started this conflict. I'm willing to take them there if you would allow it. This, uh, this is a DM-to-DM DM thing. Yeah, yeah. Black Fang says, I don't see any problem with it. But if they give you any trouble, how we will come to your aid. His, his <laughs> accent is <clears throat> blending into just fantasy default. <laughs> <laughs> It's the voice. It's the voice. Yeah. I step forward and offer a hand up to Blackfang. We will shake now, but if you cause us trouble, I will be shaking your corpse from my teeth. You'd That's make a crazy. fine skeleton, my friend. <laughs> he shakes your hand. Such bone structure. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> Thrick, take them quickly. I expect you back by the time we hunt this, this afternoon. Thrick says, Yes, sir! And so, do you go with him? Yep. He says, come, this way. And you guys walk off out of the forest. Um, everybody's still interested. I don't want to <laughs> bore anybody with all of our dialogue. Hopefully, hopefully, everybody's still here. You know what? We just had three people answer in the future. They said, let's go. Okay, they like it. cool. They, yeah, they really love it. It is in the future. Oh, golly. All right, so we're back to Jack Law. I don't know how they did that, but they did. Yeah, we're back to Jack Law. Me. You are rifling through his desk. Roll some uh, a dexterity, something to you know, search. What's searching? In, in, insight. Investigation. That's okay. what I want you to roll. Where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Uh, 22. Oh, well, you very quickly and immediately rifling through this desk. And, oh. and, and you search very quickly, but in one of the bottom drawers, and this is kind of while this conversation is going on outside. Um, in one of the bottom drawers, you can see a piece of parchment that catches your eye because it has the it's the letterhead from Ronald Witherbranch. You see the big R Witherbranch uh, inscribed on the bottom with his embossed letterhead, and you pull it out and you read it, and it's a, a letter uh, that says, uh, "Mayor Tulor, I am excuse me, I'll read it in his voice. Mayor Tulor, it is." It was such a pleasure to have you visit in my estate here in Lonesome several weeks ago. I enjoyed our time together, and I hope that you will enjoy that whiskey that I sent back with you. We have a good time. Also, as well, uh, some basilisk meat. Uh, be sure to cook it well done. If you don't, some of that stone turning poison uh, will get into it. And if you get any of that ingested, it will turn your stomach to stone. Be very careful when you have your house chef prepare this meal. As well, uh, referring to your concerns of the dead children in your woods. Uh, it is my apologies. We are out on a hunt. <clears throat> we riled up a particularly, uh, you know, rowdy owl bear. Uh, he would have been rather peaceful had we not been there trying to kill him. But before we were able to capture him, there were three children in the woods that uh, he had, uh, in his anger at having our uh, huntsman take him out and try to kill him. In his anger, he did kill three children and, and mauled them quite handily. Uh, I, would, I would pray that you would not blame any of us here at Lonesome. I pray that you would use discretion and find another scapegoat for such a heinous crime. Uh, my friendship to yours, Ronald Witherbridge. Cool. The villain is revealed. 
So he so just doesn't... Go ahead. That owlbear that I was so adamant in saving in the beginning, I must find him. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. Yeah, because he's... <laughs> co-conspirator yeah he's he's in on it the owlbear so um, you were talking about the the basilisk meat and how it must be prepared and then you went off to talk about the children oh speaking of the three children <laughs> immediately my mind thought you were going to say they were delicious <laughs> no he doesn't eat kids is there a date on this hey, we didn't um yeah it's dated several months ago several months during it which is the same description I gave you for when the conflict started Already. Yeah, <laughs> I said several Fair months enough. ago. I was like, "Ooh, I wonder if there's some basilisk meat got, I can get some stones that I'm poisoned from." Oh no, sorry. Um. Okay, so he just wants someone to take the fall for the fact that his hunting party caused the death of several children. True. Okay. Yeah. Well, he did. So that is right. That is that is yes. Okay. That is the. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get across. Right. Okay. So also any of the ums and weird uh, changes in what he was trying to say is not on the letter. Whatever the best version <laughs> of what I said, that's what was written on the paper. All right, I want to talk to the mayor. Okay. All right. Do you want to talk to him while you're in his office? <laughs> Just go get bones. Because he's, cause he's walking. Call the mayor the into his office for me. Uh, also. You're not calling off bones yet. Hmm? No, no. Okay. Uh, so as the mayor walks in, is walking into his office or walking into his house. You're staying in his office. Hmm. We'll say bones isn't at the for the sake of the conversation we're about to have. I guess unless you'd rather. Do, would you like the gallows lit lit by now or not? No. Um. Actually. Yeah. The the mayor doesn't care about the knolls, right? He doesn't care either way. He's just trying to cover for Ronald. Or, yeah, Ronald. I think you have all the information that I could have given you in that letter. Okay. So, yeah. You will have to make some assumptions on your own. Right. I don't want to... I only want to reveal what I gave you in the letter. Fair enough. Then, yeah, I want to confront the mayor. Okay. So, do you want... You, and so, you're not... We can't stop Bones. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't have the telepathic connection. I have to actually talk to him. Right. Okay. One more thing. So it's up to you to decide if he makes it to the thing. Yep, it's up to the townspeople to decide. Uh, and Bones is going. He makes it all the way to the gallows, and he begins to stand at the bottom of it. And it's all fresh, like, lumber and stuff, so it's not super dry. How did he make it this far? You rolled, I rolled twice <laughs> to try to get him there. Hey, uh, he walks really good. Yeah, and so he bends down and puts his torch to the uh, gallows, and we'll see if he actually gets it lit. Here, another roll. Right. Um, so the mayor walks into his house, grumbling to himself. He opens the front door, and you, from where are you sitting at his desk? Yeah. From your the where you're sitting, you can see out of the door to his office. You see the front door open. The doorknob comes towards you, uh, in that while you're looking at that uh, doorway, and then he walks into the room or walks into your line of vision but he's not looking at you okay um yeah I just want to go up behind him I'm not I'm not gonna get him <laughs> nor am I going to attack him in any way uh I just want to jump straight into the conversation okay. why do you want the gnolls dead what what are you who who are you get why, who let you into my home I did that is that is absolutely unorthodox you should not be in here aren't you one of those one of those miscreants to escaping on that wagon. Indeed. Why do you want the gnolls dead? What are you talking about? I found this letter. 
I said too. Oh, you found my letter. I knew I should have burned that, but uh, silly me, government official. Hard for me to get rid of any paperwork. I put it in my back pocket. Give that, I, no, give me that letter. No, either way, Ronald Witherbranch is dead. I've heard. There's no reason to keep up this farce to cover for him. He's gone. But Killing off a whole tribe of gnolls is going to accomplish nothing. What is your name, sir? I'm Jack. Jack Law. Jack. Hopefully you can see what kind of pickle I'm in. Because I've been covering up this foolish decision by Ronald Witherbranch for the sake of trying to get into his good graces, and he's now dead. But I've already made my mistake. So... I have two options. One, I can either reveal to the town that it is my fault that their children have been dying and their men have been being killed in the woods by gnolls, or I can keep up this facade and somehow find a way to exterminate all these gnolls and save my own hide. Which would you do? I am no stranger to necessary evils. Perhaps you should acknowledge your mistake, but not in a way that makes you the enemy. Perhaps tell them the truth, that it was an owlbear attack and you've only recently come into this knowledge hmm. from hunters that have been keeping quiet all this time. I don't know. What proof will I be able to show them? What proof did you have before? The, le the letter that's in your back pocket. That's the proof. But it has a date on it from several months ago. No, I mean, what proof did you have that Knowles did it? I had none. Okay, then... Obviously, you can sway this town however you please. The townspeople were quick to believe because, let's face it, gnolls aren't exactly, you know, the high council, if you understand. Gnolls are, well, gnolls. They're, they're not intelligent. They're just, they're just animals that walk upright. Gnolls are as intelligent as you and I. But even with that logic, owlbears are exactly as you describe. Very well. I suppose Argnan does already know this information. You don't have to reveal that it was Ronald Witherbranch's hunting party that caused this stir. The children could have run across the owlbear while playing in the yard. After all this bloodshed, I feel that, I feel that the that people will want some sort of proof. It's a good plan, but I don't know if I can come clean until I know that they won't kill me in the town square, on the gallows that we've already built. I look out the window. Well... Uh. <laughs> they, these town people do not see him. <laughs> nope, you're good. <laughs> also, yeah. I can kind of imagine, like, there was a couple houses burned down. Maybe yeah. they're preoccupied with, like, sure, cleaning things up. <laughs> yeah, so Bones has already walked through, and he has set the gallows ablaze. So th at that very moment, uh, you're He's able to turn... in the middle of it, like more of you're, you're able to turn around and Adrian. see the giant gallows set ablaze. Now that he's finished, can he just start walking back to where he started? Sure, absolutely. Where I gave the order from? Yep, he's walking backwards and nobody has seen right. this, yeah. this if, if, it, if no orders are given, it will defend itself. Okay. So, fire bad. Uh, so, yeah, he just turns around and begins walking. He drops the torch so he doesn't look like he's incriminated himself, I guess, and he just walks back. Uh, so there's a burning gallows behind you out the window. If you were worried about hanging, that won't be a problem anymore. What's going on out there? What's happened? Uh, don't worry about it. Um. <laughs> Jack Law, you seem to have an answer for everything. Yep, that's... That hints the ums and... Mm. Uh... 
in the fantasy Ooh, and the we don't hear those. <laughs> I see. God, I'm trying to think. What proof do you want? I don't know. I'll there can be no it. proof of these attacks. There's no proof that the Knolls did it. There's no proof that the Owlbear did it. Would you be willing to corroborate my story when I tell the fo folks? I know you don't know anything, but maybe an outsider... Were the children ever found? Yes, they were found. Their bodies were found. Slashed through. That should be proof enough. Knolls also have claws. It was part of the way that I was able to blame it on the Knolls, Jack. Dang it, man. The bite radius. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another thing. They weren't bitten. I'm telling you. It, the, the storm was perfect for me to blame it on the Knolls. <laughs> this was no tiny shark. <laughs> I don't know what to do at this point. <laughs> that's why I'm asking you. Would you be willing to get Just... up and with me and as an outsider, as an expert, an adventurer who's seen the world, would you be willing to corroborate my story? Absolutely. Very well. Feed him to we the will, We will try. <laughs> if you help me lie to the townspeople and save my hide, there will be a reward in it for you. If Grim okay. finds out, that man's going to be so... We have, we have until nightfall to resolve this conflict you've started. I, I need to get I back to my friends. Hmm? Very well. You can be. If you don't, if you do not return to corroborate my story in front of the town, I will send everything I have after you and your friends, and you will pay the price that I will also have to pay. Okay, fair enough. Goodbye, Jack. I am ashamed that you found my secret, and I'm also very upset that I did not hide it better. <laughs> I hope that I will not soon be dead because what, of my foolishness. What was his name? Stefan Tulor. <laughs> oh, also, excuse me, Stefan Tulor. Nice to make your acquaintance. Yes, I've heard of you. My name is Jack Law, <laughs> as I've mentioned already. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you clean my office? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you leave, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's All go right. back to Grim. I'm sprinting towards, not towards like where our meetup point is, but towards the Knoll camp. Okay. Um, you probably aren't going to be able to meet up in time with them till like, at the same point, but if you want to go that way, you're perfectly welcome to. Okay, so... What's your intent? Is your intent to find them or get to the Knoll camp? I want to show them the letter that I found so that they know what it is. So okay, we can well, let's just say you run kind of in the middle just to <coughs> see them somewhere. Okay. Um, and I guess roll maybe a perception check as you get through the woods to... No? Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll see if we can... I like 20. It. Okay, yeah. So you sprint into the woods and you listen for the sound of uh, a real southern accent uh, talking to somebody. And so you do hear the sound of Noel, a knoll talking to voices that you... Here to be Grim and Jack, or with, Grim and Arlo. With a nat 20, I could just see him, like, step out from a tree in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> so you come sprinting in, uh, and you come kind of T-boning them as they walk towards where these uh, kids have been killed. Oh, I know where, uh, I assume I know where the kids were killed, because the letter mentioned it, did it not? Sure, yeah. So I can run straight back Sing. there. Yeah, so you all meet up at the place where the kids were killed. Nice. Cool. Let's have a picnic. That's where the cool kids hang. All right, so Arlo and uh, Thrick and Grim are together, and they are standing around these couple of trees that are just have giant 
pieces of bark slash through, and you can tell they're kind of the trees are healing up a little, or however trees do. Um, but there's this area <laughs> that the, 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 the trees are very disturbed and scratched through. Uh, and the three of you here and see Jack sprinting up towards you. Hello, Jack. Jack, what are you doing here? I thought we were meeting later. I, I found the letter. I know what happened to the children. What? What happened? By all means. I, yes, what happened to I them? take out the letter and I hand it to... You can't read Grim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I read it. It okay. was Ronald with a branch. He was out here hunting with his men. They... Stirred an angry owl bear. It killed four, four children. Three children. Three children. So they were just wandering through the forest at that point. Yes. I walk over and I punch a tree angrily. <laughs> the tree Trick. slaps you back. Trick says, "Who is Ronald with a branch?" He is a fat man that I killed. Do we have to go kill him again? No. Right. I would like to. Is he already dead? Yeah, I killed him. Yes. This is his. He is responsible for all of this conflict. Yes. <clears throat> is Bones with me? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, he didn't follow you. Did you go get him? I, I assume so. I passed okay, him on the way out, I hope. Yeah, yeah, you got him. I was hoping you didn't. Just what? kidding. <laughs> no, I, was just, I was hoping that somebody besides me would forget something. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Thrick is very concerned. He says, we must... We must inform Blackfang. This will give us a this will give us good information for the conflict with the Farkians. <clears throat> no. What do you mean no? He must know. He must know that we are we are vindicated. He must know, yes, but he must not fight the Farkians. It is not their fault that the children are dead. It is not their well, it is their fault technically, I guess, but you know, that's not... No, it's Ronald's fault. Yeah, it's Ronald's fault, I know. I propose that you meet with the mayor. Ooh. He's going to be speaking to the town on your behalf. I will be there to confirm his statements. If you came bearing no weapons, you would certainly put in a good amount of positive reinforcement towards your claims. You'd it would have to be Black Fang. He will not send any of us on his behalf. It would have to be the big man himself to come. Fair enough. We must see if we can convince him. Because I too wish to end this bloodshed. But I don't know if his desire no. for bloodshed now, can be reversed. Now you desire to end the bloodshed? I have been convinced. <laughs> I have lost too much. Black Fang will be harder to convince. Well then let's go. Let us speak with this, this, this Black Fang, this large fellow. You've already met him. I know. Arlo, how are you handling? You have any conversation with these folks? Arlo is just kind of taken back by the whole thing. Okay. Um, and at the same point, he's kind of, like, the gears are starting to turn for Arlo. He's putting it all together like, oh, this, this Ronald guy. Like, you know, we killed him in the last town unintentionally, but maybe things have worked out for the best. Maybe so. he had this coming. Yeah. Grim. Yes. I appreciate the use of your animated skeleton. No, no problem. Was he useful? Uh, maybe. Kinda. <laughs> well, I don't think he really helped me in any way. <laughs> <laughs> you did kind of succeed without him, I guess. Yeah. Um, he is an arsonist now. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Skill acquired. I think he should remain outside the city if we're all going to be a spectacle of... Mm. 
good natured no, dealings with gnolls. Maybe I, not have I an animated agree, yes. gnoll skeleton. <laughs> so if you could dismiss him or hide him in the forest, I will leave him best. with Briar. Fair enough. And so I, I mentally command the, the bones to... Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, so you guys want to return to talk way. to Black Fang? Yes. Okay. Um, so you guys make it back to camp, I guess. Unless you guys want to do anything on the way, you make it back to Black Fang's camp. Cool. Uh, it takes a little while. Kind of a long journey. Not a long, long journey, but it's a good walk through the forest with Thrick. You guys are bonding with Thrick a little bit. Thrick is doesn't hate you very so much, and he's pleased yeah. you're trying to help him. So you guys return to the camp, and you come walking in, and Black Fang stands up and he says, "You have returned. <clears throat> Who is this other one with the mask dressed in black? Show yourself." He's a friend of ours. His name is Jack. I tip my hat up so he can see my face a little bit, but I'm not going to take off the mask. Know that if you cause trouble, we will split you open on this ground. I've actually come here to help. And can he read? No. Just a leader, maybe. <laughs> Good try. He doesn't read much. Oh. I've, I found a letter in the office of the mayor of the of Fark. Ah. True lore. Indeed. He was covering for a much more powerful man... He is the reason everyone thinks the gnolls have killed children. What has he what has he done? This two law. He has covered up a accidental child slaughter. So it was so it wasn't any of my gnolls. No. I had a fear that I had been lied to. Truly we have been vindicated. All we have done is justified before our God. <clears throat> Who is your God? <laughs> that is beside the point. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for now. We would oh, like you to make peace with the mayor. Make peace? Indeed. What makes you expect that he will want to make peace after all the blood that has been shed? I've already spoken to him. He is fully prepared to drop everything to do with this conflict and make peace with the gnolls. Very well. I'll require one thing in return. Yes? They must give us the druid. We don't intend to harm him. We cannot do that. But we want him... We don't... I don't... I don't want to keep him. But as a show of good faith, they must at least release him into our custody for the evening. They do not have the druid. Who does? We do. We will... Harlow kind of steps forward just real defensively. We will speak... To Briar. Wait, what? wait, Black Fang knows. I, I, we told him. Oh, you told him that you had him? Well, we told him that he was that guy's father and that we... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Black Fang knows. Either way, no matter who has him, I still... I am concerned with this treat, and I still have plans for it. <clears throat> As a show of good faith, I would ask that all of you, representative of this civilization, this civilized world that you all like to live in, you, can, you may come with him, but I want him to come back with us as a show of good faith to our community. What what do you need this this druid for? This treant? He will be the treant will be helpful to us. Also, I have known that the world of you civilized people have ten, have tendency to change their mind, and I know that you also will do anything that you can to save your own hides. So, maybe as a bit of an insurance policy, if nothing else, 
We have something to protect us if this conflict ever rises again. The man Arlo. can't read, but he knows of insurance. <laughs> Arlo? That's how insurance works. <laughs> Would you like for Briar to be there at the public council between Black Fang, the mayor, and ourselves? Briar makes his own decisions, but I think he's been through enough. If anybody's coming back here, I'll come back here. I can already tell by your size, young one, you are not strong enough to do what he can do. I assure you that if everyone holds up their end of the bargain, no harm will come to the fat dwarf. But he is what we desire, and as a show of good faith, without him, there will be no peace. That's up to him. Very well. He is a neutral party in all this, and he's tried to help both sides. That is why I ask Arlo. If he is there at the Peace Council, then... He will be in front of everyone. No harm will come to him. Black Fang, you will have to come alone, though. I will come alone, but I will bring my axe. Very well. You will keep it sheathed at all times. You also must ensure that I have a way of escape. I do not want to be, sur to be surrounded. I give you my word. If the Farkians attack, I will defend you. As will I. As will I. Very well. Like I say, if all hold up their ends of this bargain, we, an honorable people, will hold up ours as well. That is fair. We cannot account for what Briar will desire. But if truly you only seek to better yourselves and not harm others around you, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to help you. Very well. I will see you at nightfall in the town of Fark. And Excellent. know that there are, there are gnolls, forty strong, ready to avenge me if anything should happen in your civilized world. Everything will be just fine. Beach King, baby. <laughs> Alright, that's going to have to be where we stop this episode of Dungeon Boys. Um, thank you so much for listening. I've really enjoyed myself. Woo! I hope everyone else has. Thank you for being here. Please be sure to like this video if you're watching it. Please be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel if that's where you are. Please be sure to subscribe to iTunes if that's where you are. Please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes if that's where you are. Please be sure to like this track on SoundCloud if that's where you are. If you're on Twitter, be sure to, you're probably not. But if you want to go to tw Twitter right now, follow at Tank Media Games. And if you'd like to talk to me in any, any, in any way or in any of us, please be sure to tweet us at Tank Media Games. You could DM us or email us tankmediagames at gmail.com. Without further ado, boys, you got anything else? Yeah, to those three people who commented in the future, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah. If three people say go ahead on the video, yep. I'll be mad. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be mad. Thank you, everyone. We really appreciate you. Thank you for watching and listen to our, really listening to our show. And we will be back next week with more Dungeon Boys. And remember, we love you very much. Bah, Good night. Thank you.